I'm Jim Cameron, Jim Cameron Consulting, broadcasting from the Fountainhead, home of Synergy Billing, and I'm your host for Volusia Matters, news, interviews, and matters that impact Volusia County, directly or indirectly. And now for the news. Florida legislative session will start January the 9th, and it ends on March the 8th. And Senate President Kathleen Pasadomo and House Speaker Paul Renner will lead each of their chambers and play a critical role in determining policy and budget priorities. Now, also look for Senator Ben Albritton and Representative Dan Perez, the designated Senate and House leaders for the 2025-26 terms to play leadership roles this session. And look for Governor DeSantis as he has already released a proposed $114 billion budget. Now, several priority issues will be addressed. First, health care. Senate President Pasadomo will focus on improving the delivery of health care and its cost with a focus on prevention and early medical intervention, telehealth, and growing Florida's health care workforce. House Speaker Paul Renner has also identified these same health care issues as a top priority. Education will be another priority, whereas last year the legislature focused on expanding school choice options for K-12 students. And Senate President Pasadomo wants to reduce regulations and burdensome reporting paperwork requirements for public schools. And so far this year, we're seeing three bills related to deregulation of public schools already moving through the process. Another issue, infrastructure and energy. And Florida continues to invest heavily in infrastructure projects. And Florida Department of Transportation budget for the next five years totals over $68 billion in transportation investments. Recent budgets have increased significantly as we continue to see rapid growth in population and tourism. Another facet being energy. And the trick they're talking now is to keep the electric utility grid meeting demand, yet remain environmentally conscious. And Florida House wants to do a comprehensive energy package with a focus on affordability. There'll be a continued attention on solar, but realize that they can't abandon traditional sources at the cost of grid security. Another issue, coastal resilience. Storms have hit our coastlines and legislature and governor have given a record amounts of funding to protect these coastal resources, which brings us tourism. In 2021, Governor DeSantis signed Senate Bill 1954 to ensure 
unified approach to Florida's coastal and inland resilience and to be proactive in our hurricane events, erosion, coastal storms, flooding, instead of being reactive. And the Department of Environmental Protection, DEP, is going to be requesting $206 million for a Florida Resilience Program for fiscal year 2024-25. Another issue, insurance. Florida continues to see increased insurance rates and drops in coverage. And it's got some companies rethinking whether they want to come to Florida. Now, last year, legislature addressed tort reform, specifically as it relates to insurance contracts. They eliminated AOB's assignment of benefits because there was so much fraud in the system. This past session, legislature allocated funds to the My Safe Florida Home Program where consumers can get grants for equipment to fortify their homes against hurricanes. However, all this is going to take some time for reforms to work through the system for insurance rates to drop. Now, you might remember my November 22nd interview with Hyatt Brown when he said the same thing. Now, in the meantime, consumers are having a hard time insuring their homes, which is a big problem affecting home sales. And that affects a big part of our economy. However, there are new private sector insurance companies that have become licensed to write policies. So, hopefully, with competition, they can offer policies on a more affordable basis. And they're starting to see creativity in terms of what policies look like. Deductibles are changing, and several bills have already been filed in the 2024 session that pertain to property insurance. Meanwhile, Citizens Insurance has increased to about 1.3 million policies. But some of these new and existing insurers are starting to take policies out of citizens, thus lessening the state's exposure, and that's a good sign that the market is trying to stabilize itself. It's just going to take a little more time. But another problem that affects insurance is the cost of reinsurance. And unfortunately, that's not regulated. However, there is the Florida Hurricane Cap Fund, which provides low-level reinsurance protection for all property owners in the state. So they may, may be looking at some ways to tweak that level of protection with the hope that it'll stabilize insurance companies. Now, another facet is auto insurance. Legislation is likely to be introduced that would replace our current system with a bodily injury and property damage system. And if some something like that was adopted, some believe auto insurance rates would go down. 
A new factor is electric vehicles. It's said that they're costly to repair when they're in a car accident. And it's those kind of things that are also driving up insurance rates in the state. Another item is budget update. Florida's economic outlook is positive. Growth that's driven by new arrival of baby boomers in Florida, as well as pro-growth policies that state leaders have enacted over the last several years. We are the third most populous state with more than 22 million residents on average and approximately 817 new people move to Florida every day. And as for unemployment, Florida's rate is 2.8% versus the national rate of 3.9%. This is the 36th consecutive month that Florida's unemployment has remained below the nation's rate. Now, a positive economic performance has had a positive impact on revenue collections, and collections are at $2.77 billion more than originally projected, and that's giving the legislature more money to allocate. Now, last year's budget totaled $116.5 billion. And now, turning to the 2024 election cycle and major ballot issues. Now, Florida has one U.S. Senate seat up for election, Senator Rick Scott's seat, and all 28 U.S. House seats will be up for election. Now, in Tallahassee, 20 Florida Senate seats are up for election next year, while all 120 House seats are up for election. As for constitutional amendments, in order to reach the 2024 ballot, a proposed amendment must pass judicial review by April the 1st and have collected almost 900,000 validated signatures. Now, there are 29 proposed amendments on file, but only three stand out as they're actively collecting schedules. First, legalization of recreational marijuana. So far, approximately $40 million has been spent to collect signatures. Another issue is abortion as a constitutional right. It is yet to come before judicial review. And a third proposal is the right to clean and healthy water. And it sounds great because everybody should have a right to clean and healthy water. But if you look at the actual wording, basically it means no state agency could ever issue another permit for any type of building project. And this proposed amendment stems from Rights of Nature Group. They have approximately 30,000 signatures today, but they got a long way to go before 891,000 signatures. Next, Governor DeSantis awards $100 million for projects to restore Indian River Lagoon. And it's part of a newly established Indian River Lagoon Protection Program, which includes water quality projects that will 
reduce the amount of harmful nutrients entering the river. The Indian River Lagoon in South Volusia is a key economic driver for the region. Since 2019, the state has awarded nearly $390 million to improve water quality in the Indian River Lagoon region, including prohibitions on septic systems. And money will be invested in wastewater treatment upgrades, septic to sewer connections, stormwater treatment, and other needed restoration projects. Moving on, Port Orange City Council members recently voted to amend the Causeway Park lease agreement with FDOT, Florida Department of Transportation, to make way for improvements. Their down under master plan aims to enhance infrastructure, parking, amenities, to enhance the area's five existing businesses and make it a destination for families and entertainment. Now, the plan would also include improved lighting, gateway signage, business directories, and to extend the fishing pier and provide for a dock for water taxis, native plant landscaping, and a pedestrian plaza for community gatherings. Next, City of New Smyrna Beach hosted a recent public forum to discuss drainage improvements for specific neighborhoods to get residents input before officially moving ahead with final design and permitting in early 2024. Now, city commissioners set aside $3.9 million from American Rescue Plan Act, ARPA, and their, those funds cover 474 acres from State Road 44 to Magnolia Drive, where homes experienced severe flooding during Hurricane Ian and Nicole. Cost will include a network of pipes, collection basins, curb inlets, manhole covers, and other ways to provide for a quicker recovery from flood events. And they hope to start construction on this in mid-2024. Next item, some dates that you'll want to add to your calendar. First, County Council meets Thursday, January the 4th, 9 a.m. County Administration Building in Deland. Now keep in mind that it's going to be Thursday, January the 4th, 9 a.m. And starting February, they'll go back to their regular tu first Tuesday meeting. Next, the county's Environmental Natural Resources Advisory Committee, NRAC, meets January the 3rd, 1 p.m. County Administration Building. Next, Elected Officials Roundtable meets January the 8th, 9 a.m., Daytona International Airport. Next, Affordable Housing Advisory Committee meets January the 10th, 3 p.m., at the County 
Emergency Operations Center, 3825 Tiger Bay Road, Daytona Beach. Next, the County Environmental, Cultural, Historical, and Outdoor Recreation ECHO Advisory Board meets January the 11th, 9 a.m., County Administration Building, DeLand. And next is the County Council meeting on January the 16th, 4 p.m., County Administration Building in DeLand. And the Code Enforcement Board meets January 17th, 9 a.m., County Administration Building, DeLand. The West Volusia Tourism Advertising Authority meets January the 17th at 11 a.m. at the Main Street DeLand office on Woodland Boulevard. Next is the Halifax Area Advertising Authority, the CVB board, and they're going to meet January 17th, 2 p.m. at the Daytona Beach CVB office, which is 140 South Atlantic Avenue in Ormond Beach. And the Daytona Beach Racing and Recreational Board meets January 23rd, 3 p.m., the IMC building at One Daytona in Daytona. And then the River C TPO Board of Directors meets January the 24th, 9 a.m., at the Daytona Beach International Airport. And to finish up, look for a new podcast episode to be released next week. And views expressed on this podcast may or may not necessarily express the opinions of Jim Cameron Consulting. And for more news, check out my newsletter being emailed the first week of each month. And if you're not receiving it, call me at 566-2140. And my $1,000 guarantee still stands. And don't forget, December to remember at Riverfront Esplanade. This will be an ongoing event till January the 1st. And parking is available on Beach Street for the festivities with community events on the lawn. And there'll be over a thousand lights, excuse me, one million lights, one million lights throughout Riverfront Esplanade for this display. I took my grandkids, uh, my grandsons and their family down to see it Friday night, worth every minute. And before I go, uh, I had the need, I had to call Volusia County tax collector, Will Roberts. So I called a number, which I thought was the office, and hey, I get Will Roberts himself. And this hadn't been the first time. This man answers phones, and he provided me the assistance that I needed, and I got what I needed taken care of then. But I just wanted to give a good shout out for my friend, Will Roberts. Now, this is Jim Cameron signing off, saying Merry Christmas, God bless, and roll tide.